I'm Bridget Fettesy, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of June 20th to June 26th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. The best way to support Dumpster Fire is to join Fettesy.com. You will get the unedited version of this every Sunday early and all of the behind the scenes. So join, support your favorite show. Proof Dumpster Fire is running the simulation. Kamala Harris visit the border. Because of the significant pressure from Dumpster Fire viewers, <laughs> Kamala decided that she needed to get her shit together and get down there and tell everybody at the border, I told you, no vengas. No vengas. <laughs> she should have said it in Spanish. I know. I mean, if you're, if you're going to be trying to, like, be in the culture and respectful, <laughs> I, I don't know what they do when they're down there. I don't know. That's probably why she hasn't gone till now. But the public pressure mounted because we called her out for not going. Public, what do you want these people to do at the border? That's what I don't understand. Is she going to go down and dress in all white and cry in an empty parking lot? <laughs> I don't think anyone could top AOC's performance. But... Well, she can't do that because no. they're in power now. So that would look really bad if she was down there weeping. Like, why don't you let the kids out of the cages? Kids in cages. <laughs> More kids in cages than ever before. Is she just going to go, what, hand out candy? I said back in March I was going to come to the border, so this is not a new plan. Nothing will change. Next. <laughs> Game of Stonks. White Square Capital, the hedge fund that banked on GameStop's failure, is closing its doors. Good. They should be closing their doors, banking on these companies' failures. This is what happens when you go up against the ape army. They will band together and be strong. Apes together strong! <laughs> Nobody really expected those silly little rascals online to have the diamond hands that they do, but they're still going. So everybody, say a prayer for the hedge fund bros. Just think of the poor hedge fund bros who have to sleep with their wives. <laughs> I weep for them every night. Too. I weep for them every night, too. Their first wives. <laughs> They're joining yeah. Senator Whitehouse's beach club. The patriarchy's so crafty. <sighs> Weightlifter Lauren Hubble will be the first transgender athlete to compete at the Olympics. I'm just going to rename patriarchy so crafty as women! <laughs> Why? Why is this a thing? It's gone too far. Yeah. These, this shenanigan has gone on too far. We have humored this nonsense for long enough. And now it's at the Olympics. I'm sorry. No. You don't, you, you don't get to decide you're going to be a female in your 30s and then start competing against women. First of all, she's 43 years old. So she is way older. No woman would be competing in the Olympics at this age at all. You're right. done by the time you're like 25. Well, in this category yeah. specifically, yeah. Because women's weightlifting only came, <laughs> became an Olympic sport in 2000. We just got weightlifting and men are already <laughs> running in. Like, get out of the way, bitch. We're taking it back. I don't even know what to say in this. If you're transitioning, I fully support you. If you want to live your life as a woman, great. But you, as an adult. As an adult. <laughs> but if you, you don't get to come in and strip away, <laughs> like, elite athlete records it's and nonsense. from Can women. Can we just call it what it is? It's nonsense. I feel like everybody just goes along with this. It really is like the emperor has no clothes. Yeah. Like, at mm -hmm. what point is everyone going to be like, the emperor's naked and the emperor is a biological man. <laughs>
even I, the language of the the story in the story it says Hubbard who was assigned male at birth yeah. you can't even say was born no, male no. anymore it that that language is supposedly transphobic there are going to be so many lawsuits there i hope there are so many lawsuits what's funny is that i'm not even much of a like feminist i believe in the first second wave i think we've we've done a lot we've come very far we should be using our feminism to help other people who are oppressed in other countries where it's still very oppressive. And this shit makes me like a radical feminist. <laughs> I know. I'm like, burn the bras, get the dudes out of these spaces. I don't, I'm, I'm a turf, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, how are you okay with biological men just telling biological women to shut up and take a back seat suddenly? And I love that everyone's okay with this. And weirdly, some of my most radically feminist friends are okay with this. Like, this is okay to you? It's, and I'm the one who's internalized the patriarchy? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, Turning the argument back on itself. I'm standing up for women everywhere. This radicalizes a lot of people. And I'm very glad that people are starting to pay attention to this. It wasn't when we were losing rights, bathroom, privacy. Women have been talking about their spaces in prison, their spaces being taken over in, in like women's shelters. Nobody listened. But now in the sports thing, men are like, hey, this doesn't seem very fair. Like, yeah, it's not fair. It's both. We've been saying this about many other things, and I'm glad that it took sports for people to get on board and realize this is bullshit, but whatever it takes. The pictures are fucking ridiculous, and it was a young minority woman uh -huh. who lost her spot. Like, no one, no intersectional feminists have a problem with this? No, because if you're not fully <laughs> supportive of trans whatever, then you're not progressive. Just some, it's like some. Guys, like, coming in, being like, out of my way. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> so many amazing women athletes out here today. Miss Swanson, how does it feel to be competing today? I can't tell you how free I feel. Now that I can compete as female, I'm ready to smash the other girls. I'm telling you. There's something to be said for the fact that the entire world is turning on the cis white man and the only way to elevate yourself back up to the top of the ladder is to become a trans woman. <laughs> and it's a pretty f***ing sneaky maneuver and I'm not buying it. I mean, yes, we there are people who are trans and obviously I'm supportive of all anyone's right to transition, but there need to be some boundaries to this. This patriarchy is so crafty, it will turn itself into a woman and demand a spot on the Olympic team that a woman's been working her ass off for. I can't. I can't with this nonsense. I'm sorry. It is abject nonsense, and everybody needs to just stop pretending that this is okay. Women! We'll probably get demonetized any day now. Deplatformed. Which is why you should subscribe to Fetacy.com. Pony up, people. We're going to be out of here for, for this kind of shit soon. <laughs> Capitalism always wins. Gorilla Glue Girl is launching her own hair care line, Forever Hair. I'm all for it. Get that money. Yeah. Gorilla Glue Girl, get that money. Take that 15 minutes and turn it into an empire. My hair has been like this for about a month now. When I do my hair, I like to, you know, finish it off with the little got to be glue spray. Well, I didn't have any more got to be glue spray, so I used this. Gorilla glue spray. I think the problem is that then you're defined that way forever. Sam. Yeah. Would you be okay <laughs> with being called the Gorilla Glue Girl if forever, like forever, it's in your obituary when you die? 
if yeah. you could start an empire of like some kind of product, it doesn't even have to be hair. If it got you 50 million views on TikTok and you launched your own line of and something. And it launched you, but you have to be known as the girl that glued her hair down. Yeah. Or something, <laughs> something kind of silly and ridiculous that you did. And I could have my own empire? Mm-hmm. Sure, why not? I mean, <laughs> Kardashians did it. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> took one sex tape and parlayed it into a billion dollar empire. So in other words, move. you gotta have sex with Gorilla Glue. Ew, Sam. Ew. That's the lube. And then you get stuck. Oh, God. Now you have to build an empire off that Yeah, move. now that's what you're known for. The girl who mistook Gorilla Glue for lube. lube. And, and Sammy flaps, glued her flaps together. Glued her flaps and flaps folds. to my folds. And had to have some sort of surgical procedure. Sure, why not? Wow. Wow, Sam. No wow. shame. Shameless. My name's already Flaps and Folds. That's your own fault. (laughs) You gave yourself that name. But you're not known for gluing your vagina lips together. (laughs) Yet. Like all through the world. (laughs) Yet. Sam's like, you're giving me some ideas. And then she starts a lube line. Oh, God. Oh, God. Why do I see this in our future? We'll be like three, it'll be like three years from now, we'll be like, well, our next sponsor (laughs) used to be a person who was on this show until she became a billionaire for her lube. California, herd of cows stampede through Los Angeles after breaking free from Slaughterhouse. Live look at all of the sacred cows running from dumpster fire. (laughs) What's left of them? It is funny just to see a bunch of cows running through L.A. Running loose. It's so L.A. Yeah. Like, this is the most L.A. headline where you're just like, there's a couch on the 405 and a herd of cattle stampeding <laughs> through downtown. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you're like, much. ah. Uh, then we have the making of a eunuch. Harry and Meghan rejected the title Earl of Dumbarton for their son, Archie, because it contained the word dumb. They feared Archie might be bullied or attract unfortunate nicknames. You named your ginger son Archie, (laughs) and you're worried about him being bullied? You were setting him up for that bullying from day one. Let's talk about the name Archie. It is a name that screams, please bully me. I I just like how they're trying to shield their child, who's this enormously privileged child, and it's all they ever talk about from being bullied. Uh huh. Like you, being bullied is a rite of fucking passage. Uh huh. If you weren't bullied, you were one of the bullies. Yeah. Of all of the things for them to worry about with this child, they're worried about him being bullied by one of his like twelve names that he has that added to a title somewhere that and no one by even knows whom? about. Like yeah. one of the thirteen people in his private school that he's going to, <laughs> his tutor. I don't. I don't understand who's bullying this child, other than all of the internet for being a freaking associated with these two. Let me tell you, Megan and Harry. Your child's going to end up in therapy no matter what you do because of you two. Crazies. <laughs> and, uh, and don't worry, he already has dumb in his name just from you idiots. <laughs> oh. Mons! Mons! 
again. Touch my bells and buttons. Like, subscribe, and comment. Our sponsor this week is Sheath Underwear. Sheath Underwear was created by an Iraq War veteran to help keep his very, very precious jewels safe and dry in the very, very hot desert. So Sheath Underwear has a patented dual pouch system in which you put your big old balls (laughs) in one part of the pouch separate from the genitals, and then they keep it separate from the thighs. It's a whole system, and my husband is a huge fan of this system. I didn't realize that this was a thing you had to worry about. And now, they also moved in to women's line. The Modal fabric, they have paisley panties, and they also have nice sports bras, and I wear them every single day because they're super comfortable. They're great for traveling. They breathe. There's a new rewards program. For every dollar you spend, you earn a point. And there are also exclusive discounts. So use the code DUMPSTER for 20% off your entire order at checkout at sheathunderwear.com. Link in the description below. <laughs> <laughs> Link in the description below. Never woke enough. Trigger warning now counts as violent language at Brandeis University. Of course. Trigger warning now needs a trigger warning. It's so beyond parody. It is the definition of a fetishy. It's when when reality becomes parody. It's irony squared. It's so crazy. I can't roll my eyes hard enough at this shit. Trigger warning, you might get triggered by the use of the word trigger. How? How? They're worried about Archie being bullied and no, like kids these days can't even handle words. How we are creating the most coddled, fragile, sensitive, little, entitled, insane, mentally ill children ever to walk the history of the face of the planet Earth. And they're all on TikTok spewing their f***ing nonsense. Uh-huh. Everything is racist. Teaching classical music is a form of white supremacy. The music of 18th century Western European cis straight white male composer is an example of white supremacy. They're just so condescending. How can I be actively anti-racist in teaching music in a system that values white supremacy? You are like 20 years old. You don't know sh- You probably still live at your parents' house and you don't know anything about the world or how hard it actually is or what you're talking about and you're gonna sit there because you took three gender studies classes and you watch some tiktoks and spew a bunch of words that you think make sense and they make no sense at all educators are woefully unprepared to meet the standards of understanding global interdisciplinary and 21st century connections with music you're sitting on your device in air conditioning with more resources than have ever been known in the history of humans. And you're gonna tell everybody about how privileged and white supremacists they are with words like cis-heteronormativity and the white supremacy inherent to the systemic structure. Like, shut up, you make everyone wanna blow their brains out. If suicide rates are going up, it's because of people like you guys. Sam, tell us about being a music major. Sam, did you learn about what a white supremacist you are for taking music theory? No. (laughs) I had to take African drumming. I took Indian drumming. I took Indonesian gamelan. I took steel drums. Mm -hmm. I took so many different classes. Yeah. None of it was ever, this is white supremacist or Beethoven is horrible or Bach is bad. You didn't just sit around listening to classical music the entire time? 
and we did in one of our classes. That's cool though. There's but a that reason was it. it lasted that long. And it's an elective. They're not going to teach Joe Schmo, who's an accounting major, about African <laughs> drumming. They're going to be like, here, listen to the song and remember, da, 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 that's Beethoven. Yeah. Like, and then you ace your test and then you go on. Yeah. Because it's that Kafka trap where it's basically, you can't even take music theory because how can you push back and be actively anti-racist in a system that upholds white supremacy? Right. And like the dead face and just acting like the little commie soldiers that they all are online, like they're little Marxists everywhere. Ironically on TikTok, which is China, clearly destroying America from the inside out. China is out there playing Go and we are playing checkers here in America. This is the most brilliant psychological battle ever fought. No, this is psyops. They're like, let's give all of these kids critical theory, queer theory, all of this race nonsense, nonsensical words, Kafka traps that nobody can find their way out of. If someone accuses you of being racist and you deny that you're racist, that is inherently proof of your racism. It's like... And then arm them with these seven-minute videos in which they get to just lecture you and educate you about your privilege and white supremacy and watch America implode from the inside out. Uh It's working. You idiots are going to be living in the streets and rooting through trash bins. I don't give a shit. I'm going to be dead by the time this shit's all collapsed. (laughs) You're the ones who are going to pay for this insanity that you're unleashing upon America. Why is anyone taking these people seriously? It's because they made it into HR. That's why. Social media. It's because they took over the HR departments of the world. It's all they're qualified to do. <laughs> That's all you can do when you <laughs> can learn a bunch of mumbo jumbo. <laughs> Moving on to IKEA Juneteenth menu with watermelon fried chicken sparks outrage. We are in a culture of eggshells. So everyone's walking on eggshells all the time. You're constantly self-censoring or wondering if you're going to say something that's offensive. Even if you're somebody like me who doesn't really give a the feeling of being afraid that you're going to step on someone's toes or or you're going to upset the apple cart and you're living in fear constantly, it's not a normal way to be and to go about your life. And then in the face of this, everyone's trying to do the right thing and they end up inadvertently doing things that are even more racist. Right, because this is actually racist. It's very racist. <laughs> and it's always coming from some corporation that's trying to be like, all right, we're going to get on board with the kids, the TikTok kids. We're going to be woke. We're going to support Juneteenth and let's pull out some watermelon and some fried chicken. Like, Jesus Christ, guys, this is what happens. There was a quote from the company that said there were black people who were in the room making this decision. Were there? But they were saying because of anonymity, they don't want anybody, because that person would probably get canceled if it came out. They were like the black person who suggested watermelon. (laughs) 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 If you're trying to support a community, maybe don't lean into the most racist tropes when you're doing so. Just a suggestion. I'm not in PR. But they don't know. They still don't understand how bad it's gotten out there. No. The Scandinavian (laughs) board is putting on blackface and eating watermelon. (laughs) We we support Juneteenth. We support Juneteenth. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not expecting much from Scandinavians. All right. Then we have, it's Britney, bitch. Britney Spears tells Judge she wants out of conservatorship. How have we been okay with Britney being a prisoner for like 13 years? 
Well, I mean, her ardent fans have been rallying for her freedom for a long time. <laughs> for a long time. They literally have rallies and asked to, like, free Britney. Yeah. Hey, hey, ho, ho, conservatorship has got to go. Let her go! She's tried to speak for 13 years. This is her chance. This is her magnum opus. Were you at a rally, Sam? Is that where you got that sweatshirt from? No, I bought it on Amazon after I saw the documentary. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely in a very, speaking of toxic situations where you're a prisoner, mm-hmm. she is absolutely in one. And being forced to work, they make her take lithium. I mean, this is like Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. She can't have babies. They're in, they're in charge of her body. It's, it is... Yeah. Not okay. She can't get married. She can't get her IE. This is one of the most famous women in America. I deserve to have the same rights as anybody does by having a child, a family. And she's supporting everyone around her. They all live off her money. It's so infuriating. It reminds me of the darkest South Park ever made, the Britney Spears South Park. Miss Spears, these boys wanted to say something. (laughs) Oh, my God. Miss Spears, uh, we're really sorry for making you want to kill yourself. Whoa, this is some dark shit. And it is actually as dark as that South Park. Wow. I'm glad to see people speaking out and she's advocating for herself. But man, that's a long time to lose of your own life. Right. Yeah. And she's not. E- she wasn't even allowed to choose her own lawyer to fight the fight for her. She's not allowed to choose her own therapist. She's not allowed to choose any of the Anything. people who are supposed to be her advocates to help her get out of this situation. I don't know what we can do about that, but some somebody needs to do something. The conservatorship laws need to change. Like, just the way they handle conservatorships is is really f***ed up. Yeah. Because it's a whole business unto mm-hmm. itself. Ugh. It's just sad. I'm glad Rose McGowan came out. This is a message for Britney Spears. Fight on, Britney. We're with you. That's allyship. <laughs> I mean, Britney has a bad and is, is human trafficking in some ways. She's being forced to work against her will. She has no control over her life. And there are millions of people who endure this every day. This is America. You are free to fuck your own life up. Right. That's yeah. what liberty is. Mm-hmm. Brittany, we, we're here for you, Brittany. Okay, dumpster diving. What's next in the dumpster? <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Rescue team save sex doll found floating in Japanese harbor after it's mistaken for drowning woman. Karen. Karen. Took a little trip to Japan. Karen had a little wild time in Japan. Nearly got herself killed. I just love that there was like a rescue team because they thought it was an actual person. I know. These uh, sex slaves are getting very lifelike. (laughs) Ambulance. Everybody showing out for this sex doll yeah it's sad on one hand and it's like a just it's a waste of resources but you're also like well i'm glad it wasn't a body of some woman (laughs) but then i'm also like imagining the guy who's like he's like "Ah, ah," (laughs) throwing over a bridge you know was it yuri was yuri in japan (laughs) yeah was it our boy? Story plays out in Bridget's yeah, mind. There was, I saw that and there was a whole story. I'm like, how did this sex doll end up in the water? I need to know all of the backstory. Maybe she jumped overboard off a boat trying to escape. <sighs> you don't love me! <laughs> squirt, 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 squirt. Ew. Ew, Sam. <laughs> well, we're not going to top that. Take it there. <laughs> Buster strikes again. 
There's a new reality dating show on Netflix called Sexy Beasts, where real-life singles sport elaborate makeup and prosthetics to put true blind date chemistry to the test. This is bullshit. All these people are clearly hot and skinny and have nice bodies. They're, like, in tight clothes. Uh Uh-huh. And it's clear that they're not, like, these morbidly obese or, you know, they're in pretty decent shape. Hey, how you doing? Damn. How are you? How are you doing? <laughs> what is your ideal woman? Personality for me is everything. This is going to be really tough for me. I, I don't know. I challenge them to find some real uggos and really put this theory to the test. <laughs> and put, put, they should also have included, like, some fat suits or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that you really couldn't see what this the person looks really like. This isn't really that great. This is like a furry convention, really, where people are just like dating. It's glamorized furries. Yeah. You know, at least one person's going to take a super real liking to their makeup and then want to become a furry. Become, a become furry. one. Yeah. I didn't know Beto had a dating site. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it just seems like a weird show. Yes. I'm definitely going to watch it. <laughs> yes. My friend is in a very sexy show on Netflix, and you should all watch that instead of this weird furry shit. Yeah, we watched the trailer. It looks hot. Sex is really just about sex. What's it about for you? Feeling desired. Freedom. I've been thinking about him. It's called Sex Life, and it's so good and sexy. And I want you all to watch it because it's steamy and it's perfect for summer. And then we have Breaking Bridget. Ah, Light a match! Sheldon Whitehouse, the senator from Rhode Island, was accused of being a member of an all-white beach club. So Sheldon Whitehouse got caught on the fly, interviewed by a local journalist about his membership to an all-white beach club. You had expressed concerns about the membership of the all-white Bailey's Beach Club. Has there been any traction in that? Are there any minority members of the club now? He had a horrible answer. Clearly never has done any press in his life. The people who are running the place are still working on that. I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet. I don't know how he didn't have a better answer. Your thoughts on an elite, all-white, wealthy club. Should these clubs continue to exist? It's a long tradition in Rhode Island, and there are many of them. I think we just need to work our way through the issues. Thank you. But said that it was a long Rhode Island tradition, these clubs, which they are, but made it sound like all-white clubs are a long Rhode Island tradition, (laughs) which they kind of are. And... Then it went viral and he was trending and everybody was piling on. And it started on the left, but of course, then they blame the right for pouncing. He belongs to a beach club that I am quite familiar with. (laughs) And there should have been a trigger alert on that story. Because there's a lot of childhood trauma for me when I hear the words Bailey's Beach. To the point that I still, at 40 years old, drive by that beach and flick it off. Like a child, a teenage child, who was traumatized by the children at that beach. And that beach is not all white in policy. So there's nothing saying that you can discriminate openly against any race or minority or person. However, it is all white in practice. I was like creeped out at how the lack of diversity. When you come from LA, it's just diverse everywhere. And then you go to this beach club and... All of the waitstaff was Eastern European or Irish. Uh It was like almost (laughs) intentional. I say this knowing this as I have been there many times since I was 12 years old and never once in my life have I seen a person of color at that beach. (laughs) (laughs) 
I dare them to even show five people of color who have been members of that beach. I promise you they cannot come up with even one hand's worth in the entire 100-year history of this club. I was like, yes, is this when Bailey's Beach goes down? I f***ing hope so. I will be the first to light the match and burn that place down. (laughs) I was like, bring it on! Take this beach club down! But what I love most is what you and Maggie told me was the name of the beach next door. Oh, so yeah, next to the beach, Bailey's is how I always say it. The name of the beach next door, colloquially, is called Rejects. Yeah. (laughs) That's the name of the... There's like a tiny little cove that's public next to the sprawling like beach for white people and (laughs) it's called rejects so that's where we all hung out when we were like teenagers and two for deep fans of fetacy who know all the stories the infamous band-aid story took place Mm -hmm. in the pool at that beach club (laughs) i was a nanny for one of the moms of that beach and i will tell you i used to cry every day Many of the people there are some of the most despicable, horrible people in the whole entire world. And they're old money. It is old, old, old money, like Campbell's Soup money and the Van Buren's and the Hamilton's and the... And they're very funny about new money. They won't even let new money in. Someone has to die to become a member of this club and even then they won't let new money in. They hate new money. They're so snobby. It's the best. Um, (laughs) It's hilarious. I remember my grandmother would drop me off there once, and she was like, never forget that money doesn't mean you have class. Mm -hmm. And I remember that so well. She dropped me off in her pickup truck, and I was so embarrassed. Uh Her big black pickup truck. She didn't give a it kind of broke me just seeing that texting back. I'm like, this is the greatest day of my life. This is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> I was the little meme, like the little girl watching the house burn, just smiling like, yes, I hope this place goes down. It's really, basically, it all comes down to you, though. Haven't you cursed that place multiple times? Yes, never f- with a witch. I tell people this consistently, and they don't listen to me. But that place will go down. And if it's not a hurricane, maybe it's going to be Senator White House being an idiot who doesn't know how to handle the press. <laughs> it's not that it's all white. It's just that it's uh, only white people. We have the internet is glorious to cleanse your palate, although this was a pretty light week. Thank you, universe, for not giving us any heavy we really needed to cover other than the Olympians. We're watching you. <laughs> when people say, just brush your naturally curly hair, just brush it. What do I do now? In a quarter mile, you're going to make a left. Nobody knows Sortel like I know Sortel. You're going to make a left. If you reach Bernie Sanders, you've got two four left, okay? We had Justin Amash, former representative of the United States, Justin Amash. That's the one on Walkins Welcome. Please subscribe to Walkins Welcome wherever podcasts are available. Please make sure that you're getting your double dose of fetacy with Dumpster Fire and Walkins Welcome, which is a little bit more intellectual. It's a little bit of our old money side. <laughs> <laughs> It totally is. Oh, Dumpster so fire is the new money. <laughs> like, hey! <laughs> Look at us. Watkins Welcome is like, excuse us, we're having serious conversations having over here. A deep intellectual exchange at the moment. We're talking to Harvard members. Uh, do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> 
Join the community at Betacy.com. We have workouts, writing prompts, an amazing community of people. It is the way you can get the unedited version of Dumpster Fire every Sunday early, so you don't have to wait till Monday. And you get to see how the sausage is made. Join my Substack; It's free. It's a good way to keep in touch. And also make sure you go buy some merch at BridgetFetacy.com. We have lots of merch. Thank you to our sponsor, Sheath. Please like, subscribe, comment, touch my bells and buttons. I appreciate all of you guys telling your people about us, the people you think would appreciate us. And we love you. Thank you. Thank you to our supporters, our patrons, our subscribers. Thank you to anyone who's donated. Thank you, Better Fetacy, for the research and the jokes. We cannot do this without Better Fetacy. Follow them on Better Fetacy at Twitter. Thank you to ZenPro Audio for the juicy, juicy mic. They make us sound much better than I really sound. And thank you, Maggie. <laughs> Why do you always do that? You always, always look at Sam at and, and say, thank you, Maggie. Because <laughs> all my paper is Maggie. And so in my head, I'm thanking Maggie. And then I don't know. I just get confused. Thank you, Sam. You're welcome, you, Bridget. Bridget. Thank you, Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. Old money Maggie. <laughs> This has been your dumpster fire for the week of June 20th to June 26th. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich. New money rich. New money rich. Make me, make me new money rich.